You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All rise. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Get the top story on the hot button internet legal topics of the day. This is your home for the latest on internet law and policy. Hear the latest net trends impacting business and have your questions answered right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report. Now, please welcome your host, the founder of the Internet Law Center, Bennett Kelly. Good morning, this is Bennett Kelly, and welcome to another edition of Cyberlong Business Report. We're broadcasting live from sunny Southern California here in downtown Santa Monica, the heart of Silicon Beach. Please be seated. We have a great show for you today, and um, we originally had scheduled um, for today um, David Talbot on the battle over community brand broadband, but... Um, David has another battle to fight today, and that's the flu. And as, as many people, listeners, I'm sure, are also um, know people in that situation. So, but we're very lucky to have back a good friend of the show and of Webmaster Radio and of people kind in general, and that is Jim Hedger. Um, and uh, Jim, are you with us? Hey, Bennett. Thank you so much. Thank you for returning. And... Um, so we're going to be talking about the Amazon HQ2 um, sweepstakes, but before we do, let's start out of a proper format um, by recognizing that today is a very important day. It is Valentine's Day. And is there anyone in particular you'd like to wish a valent- extended Valentine's greeting to? Yeah, I want to send a uh, big hugs to... Uh... Uh, Shoshana Broman, my uh, my partner and my sweetheart. She's really sick today, but Shauna, I love you, and I hope to see you later. That's very sweet. Um, <clears throat> today actually is the 20th anniversary of my getting engaged to my wife, and uh, um, it was supposed to be outdoors on the Queen Mary in Long Beach, but another man got involved, a guy named El Nino, <laughs> mm. and it poured like a mother, and... Uh, so Plan B um, proved successful, and just like today, um, Plan B is will be successful as well. But I also want to give, in addition to my wife Wanda, I'd like to give a, a warm Valentine greeting to our esteemed producer, uh, extraordinaire Brasco, 
um, thanks for everything you've done. So, um, yeah, Brasco, you push all our buttons. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> so um, today, we're, we're just for those who are unfamiliar, Amazon, which is headquartered in Seattle, uh, one of the um, largest employers in Seattle, has launched a competition to um, develop, find a city for a second headquarters. And uh, it was an unusual thing, but they, they basically concluded that they're, they can't have, um, they can't sustain the growth they'll need entirely in Seattle. And they possibly want to have another hub that they can use um, for growth. And so over 120 cities um, submitted bids for this. And they uh, Amazon specified a number of criteria for why, what they want. Um, and they're looking for a, a large building, something 500 square feet. So uh, I'm sorry, your one-bedroom uh, efficiency in, in Brooklyn will not do it. Um, <laughs> a, they're looking for um, stable and business-friendly regulations and tax structure. They're looking for incentives. They're looking for a skilled workforce. They'll be hiring 50,000 skilled workers, and that's no easy task. Um, they're looking for logistics. And um, so they want on-site access to mass transit, train, subway, or bus. Among them, they want to be within 45 minutes of an international airport. And I'm sorry, but your you know, one, one runway airport that happens to go to um, across the border to Canada, Mexico, won't cut it. Um, they want time to operations to begin construction as soon as possible. They want a cultural community fit. Like any tech company, Amazon cares about its cultural fit and is asking for cities to demonstrate characteristics of this. And um, in addition, they're looking for community and quality of life. It should be where people want to live. And um, so it's quite a diverse pool and um, criteria. And then in addition to that, they've now named the final 20. And um, the, the, actually, there were 238 submissions, and they were down to the final 20. And I'll just quickly run through the shortlist, and Jim and I will start talking about them. Um, and they range in alphabetically Atlanta, Austin, Boston, my home neighborhood, Chicago, or Chicago, as they say, Columbus, Ohio, Dallas, Texas, Denver, and on page two, we have um, Indian No Place, I mean, Indianapolis, excuse me, um, Los Angeles, Miami, Montgomery County, Maryland, um, where I once lived, Nashville, Newark, New York City, Northern Virginia, Philadelphia, um, Pittsburgh, Raleigh, and Toronto, and last but definitely not least, our nation's capital in my old hometown, Washington, D.C. So, um, Jim, what are your initial thoughts on the sweepstakes? And um, no purchase required. 
Yeah. Um, I think any one of these cities uh, or these regions would be a great fit for Amazon. Um, each of them bring uh, different advantages and disadvantages over others. Um, I'm personally partial to uh, to Toronto myself, uh, being being in uh, in Toronto and in Canada. Um, but you know, locating up here would be a, a great fit for Amazon, but would bring a whole host of issues Amazon would have to deal with. Before you get um, into that, Jim, and that, it was, forgive me for not doing this earlier, why don't you just tell us what you do in Toronto? And, and of course, you're a host of Webcology, I think the longest running show on this network. But um, why don't you give the, the the brief Jim Hedger in Toronto pitch? Sure. Um, I'm a uh, technologist, a uh, search engine optimization expert, a uh, writer and radio show host, and um, a lecturer on uh, technology, uh, business and tech, um, and how search engines work. I've lived in uh, Florida, New York, Seattle, um, uh, Costa Mesa, so so uh, close you. to Santa Monica. <laughs> oh, yeah, but um, but I'm based. I, I was born and uh, raised in Toronto, and I'm you know based back in Toronto again. Do you say it with an O? Uh, well, you know what? I lived in Victoria for. 16, 17 years uh, on the west coast of Canada, uh, uh, just up from Seattle and uh, across from Vancouver. Your accent changes. Yeah, most for those who aren't familiar, a lot of natives of uh, Toronto Toronto. say Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah. And um, so I'm surprised maybe Vancouver was too close to Seattle um, for it to be considered. And before we we mention it, there were a number of cities actually that said thanks Amazon, but no thanks. One of them, surprisingly, with Little Rock, Arkansas, actually put together a video explaining to Amazon, you know, we kind of like being a, a small, smaller city, um, just fine, and uh, we don't think we want to have you crowding our streets, and um, which is quite an interesting approach, you know, and. Uh, well, I imagine the transformative power of Amazon coming to town. Um, it's not just 50,000 jobs that they're bringing directly. There's um, tens traffic. of thousands of construction jobs. Yeah. There's uh, traffic. You have, to, you have to rebuild a large section of your city. And then there's the economy that becomes dependent on Amazon being there. And that, this is an economy that will grow really rapidly from uh, third-party uh, designers, software houses, um, uh, technologists, you know, serving whatever function, uh, doing doing services for Amazon, and then people serving all those tech jobs. Right. So it's massive growth happens if Amazon comes to your town, and you know, maybe Little Rock doesn't want to grow that fast. Maybe they're not. Pre- maybe they know they're not prepared to grow that fast. Their uh, current tax base couldn't support it. I was recently in Little Rock. They had the the 25th anniversary um, party for the, the Clinton campaign, mm-hmm. and I, I went down. and I had a, a very early flight leaving on Sunday morning. Um, I had like a 6 a.m. flight, and so as soon as I got into the city, I asked my cab driver. I said, "Well, I have a problem. You know, getting a cab at at you know 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. to get to the airport." And he's like, went off of a no, and in fact. 
And then he explains to me that there are apparently five bars, including two strip clubs, that are open until 5 a.m. in Little Rock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who knew, right? So I guess they have part of the infrastructure already, but um, but they didn't want it. Um, so, but yes, it, it does, it would have a sizable impact. In fact, even among some of the, the 20 finalists, there were some people from those communities saying, do we want Amazon? You know, do we want that footprint? So those voices are heard up in Toronto as well. Um, in Toronto as well, we um, we have a good thing going up in this city. Um, inviting Amazon in is like inviting something the size of um, of Walmart into uh, into the city. And again, what impact will think of, think, think of the amount of the of resources that have to go into making this bid happen. They want to have their their headquarters built in the next five years. Um, what's the campus? What what's the footprint of the campus? Um, what kind of uh, regulations do we have to like burn through to make this happen? Um, how many how many like how how will anybody get like a tradesperson coming to their to their house once the once Amazon gets a hold of everybody? Right. There's there's so many things to consider like. But yeah, at I the mean, same time, Amazon will bring tens of or jobs. hundreds of thousands of jobs. Right. And, I mean, Toronto, in all fairness, I mean, you're one of the 12 largest um, metropolitan areas in North America, you know, comparable uh, we're to... The, we're the fourth largest, actually. In North America? I'm just looking at yeah. urban uh, agglomerations in North America. Oh, you mean megalopolis. Yeah. But, you know, in terms of the city, yeah, you're probably the fourth largest city. And... Um, and so, but yeah, um, I, I think if any of the cities that could withstand it, you know, Los Angeles, New York, Toronto, uh, and Chicago would be ones that could easily do it. Toronto's got more uh, robust enough economy. Um, we certainly have the uh, Education Foundation. We have uh, four major universities in the city itself, and uh, about a dozen of Canada's uh, top universities within a 200 kilometer 300 kilometer radius um so toronto's got a lot going for it chicago's got a lot going for explain it. stop on that point explain mm -hmm. why education is important for someone like amazon because they, well, I mean, they're not just looking for people to drive trucks no no this isn't this isn't an amazon warehouse that's being opened. Yeah. it's not a fulfillment center um this isn't the the soulless tome, cave tome that that people go to where they're you know working with artificial intelligence and ro and robots at a killer bone grinding pace. This is the development centers. These are the design centers. Um, this is a a business programming, um, retailing, marketing, uh, e-tailing. This is this is for. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure there's so many different IT jobs um, high level IT jobs that will be created in this headquarters I'm not sure how to phrase because there's 50,000 different positions mm -hmm. um, and again this isn't the, this isn't drone work um, this is high level programming um, high level business development and and so that, that that's why you have the look at the major tech cities in North America Toronto mm -hmm. Yep. Austin. Toronto's growing so the tech industry in Toronto is like so healthy and growing so fast. Boston, mm -hmm. Washington DC, New York, 
Silicon Valley, Palo Alto, Berkeley, you know, that San Francisco, that whole region, and in Southern California, Austin. What do they all have in common? They're all they all around they all universities. Have huge, you know, university infrastructures. Boston is the Athens of the West. And um, you know, California, you know, the UC system by Berkeley and Stanford. I mean, perhaps, Berkeley perhaps has the greatest affiliated like uh, college system on earth. Yeah, I mean, they have the most Nobel Prize winners of any university system in in the world, and, and so um, it's no coincidence that Silicon Valley happened there, and, and so that's a major plus. And obviously, this Toronto's size and educational infrastructure definitely get puts it in the running. Um, but so do some of the other cities I mentioned, Washington, um, L.A. Um, Chicago would be Chicago. an amazing match. And also, you know, it would be, be centrally located. It would be a hub. Well, and this um, is something that Amazon needs. Uh, one of the things that, that puts Toronto in the running is, is proximity to uh, eastern seaboard. But we're still kind of in the west. Chicago is right down the middle. Um, that's the beginning of the Midwest. So... Mm-hmm. You can very, very quickly serve the eastern seaboard while still being able to serve the the southwest and uh, the south. I remember in the 90s reading, I was sitting waiting for someone in the, I was in the lobby waiting for someone to meet me for lunch. And I just picked up the Wall Street Journal. The cover story was a headhunter, the second, the the hardest thing a headhunter has in New York has to do is, um, the second hardest thing a headhunter has to do in New York is get someone to move from New York to Chicago. The yeah. hardest thing is to get them to move back. <laughs> and Indeed. it was really about how, you know, from a New Yorker perspective, Chicago was not a favored uh, place to go. But then once people got there and realized that, I mean, I often compare Chicago to being New York at um, just, you know, a, a, a slow down 80%. You know, it's like, it's like New York on Quaaludes or something, you know. It, it's just not as frenetic. And, and Berlin's the same way. Often. And um, it has the same, you know, robustness of a large city, you know, great arts, great educational institutions, um, great infrastructure, you know, transportation system. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just, you know, it's not quite as overwhelming as New York is. Well, I think that might be an advantage for Amazon. In, in, yeah. a, in a lot of ways. Um, it's, it's not nearly as expensive as New York either. And there's a president. I mean, Seattle lost Boeing to Chicago. <laughs> well, again, we, we, we should point out this is headquarters too. I don't think True. that Seattle is going to be losing. No, I understand um, that, but yeah. Although Amazon did go on a, what, they, they chopped uh, five, 500 or 5,000 jobs the other day in, in Seattle headquarters. Right, and you know, our last, one of our last shows was about whether you know the antitrust implications of Amazon, and <laughs> and there were two theories about what that what they were doing in laying those people off. One theory was that um, they're just going to, those job those jobs are going to be lost to automation. The other theory was they were just going to force them on, um, force their suppliers to pick up those those jobs. And just kind of uh, yeah. you know, use their, you know, lack of a better word, you know, market power um, to to force them to take those uh, and incur incur those 
duties so that Am- they wouldn't be on Amazon's books. And uh, But, you know, we have other duties as well besides um, as, as Amazon does. And one of those duties is to take a break for our sponsors. So um, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking to Jim Hedger about Amazon HQ2. You're listening to Cybalon Business Report only on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for webmasterradio.fm. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back. We're talking with Jim Hedger, host of Webcology, and from sunny Toronto, or Toronto, I should say, about the Amazon HQ2 um, proposal. And um, Jim, since you are on the air and it's been some time, congratulations on both the um, the Argonauts and Toronto FC winning the championship. And <laughs> Yeah, we got we got we got football and football. Uh, Canadian football champions, Toronto Argonauts. Um, in a great game. Yeah. Um, totally in the snow. They were playing, of course, but it played in the snow. Um, as as all of our great games are. <laughs> <laughs> I think the FC game, if not this year, last year was also played in the snow. I don't remember. But not last year's. I don't think last year's was, but this one last year been. was Seattle stealing it from us. Yeah, great. Just a great goalie that stole the game from you, really. But um, and you, know, you have a shot at being the sacrificial lamb who goes up against the Warriors. So um, good sports year for you guys. But um, so in looking at the cities who are in the running, um, there's a there's a couple of ways. To, to look at them and in one way I see I see the race as being 
a, a competition or a blending of two approaches. On one level, what, what, what interests me about the way Amazon's putting this together, on one level, I, I see the race as being about more or less um, democratic um, priorities in, in terms of city city policies. Um, they're, they're going with cities that have invested in education, invested it in transportation and infrastructure. Cities that are diverse and um, that are uh, have good quality of life. And you know I, I, those aren't necessarily exclusively a, a democratic, um, attribute, but it, it, it generally the cities that are largely they're picking are you know cities that are vote democratic. Well, um, and so, they're cities that have made decisions to fund specific things, right? Things that you know, Republicans may not necessarily have would have approved had they been in power. Mm-hmm. At the same time, one of the other criteria are the tax cuts. You know, they're looking for some kind of economic incentive, sweeten the pot. And and that's and so that's the Republican approach. You know, give a tax giveaway to you know to get Company X to stay, or get Company X to move from in you know from Snowbelt City to Sunbelt City, and uh, that's why you know in you know New England where I grew up, you know a lot of the a lot of the companies that were there, um, up and moved to North Carolina because of the low tax the you know, anti labor laws. And uh, and so you know, we they weren't necessarily crying you know when people in North Carolina were complaining complaining those companies then were moving to Mexico and China, um, and so but that's the situation here and um, there's actually a professor in your hometown a um, who is launched a change.org petition. He is Richard Florida um, at University ah. of Toronto, aptly named. You know what else? You know, the, the the second capital of of, of Canada is, <laughs> is Florida. Um, and um, no, he's launched. A guy. He's launched, and he's at the University of Toronto, which has a a very famous urban planning program. In fact, I almost went there. Um, I went to an urban planning school at. Um, Baltimore, John Hopkins University, and the program actually collapsed my first semester, and um, so that's how I ended up in law school. But um, I did look at Toronto because there was so esteem. But his point is, he's urging the cities. He says support a non-aggression pact for Amazon HQ2, and he doesn't want the cities to get into a beggar thy neighbor approach where they each try and outdo each other to give. Um, you know, incentives for people to stay, and and we mentioned you know um, Seattle and Boeing earlier. Well, be, before Boeing moved, the city of the state of Washington gave a lot of tax incentives to Boeing, and um, but you know they haven't the job growth that they promised hasn't happened, and uh, a lot of the you know and so a lot of times these economic incentives that are given don't add up, but uh, you know but for this case it's so huge it may be worth rolling the dice and so that's what's going to be interesting another and just one before i get back to that point uh, one issue i've seen actually one issue i've seen um is there a speculation that some anti-lg um lgbtq i know really i couldn't spit it out 
um, initiatives in some of the localities in, for example, Georgia and Texas. Oh, yep. That will sink could, them. That could sink you know, Austin and Atlanta as potential homes. Because, Which you know, is they, sad because Austin, Austin and Atlanta, you know, would, great would make great cities. But if you can't, if you can't uh, uh, supply or guarantee a safe work environment for all of your employees or a safe environment, like the social and political environment seems to change on a diamond in uh, some parts of America these days. And if you can't guarantee safety to your employees, you're not going to get the best out of them or have the best people working for you. And it's interesting because Austin is booming. And, um, and Austin but, is quite liberal. And, and they're proud a whole bunch of, of it. They have this thing. Silliness happening around them. Yeah, they're, they're proud, well, both in and without. And they're, they're proud of, you know, they're being an enclave, you know, the whole keep Austin weird. But, you know, and, and here's a case where it could come back and bite them. So um, what, do you, what are your thoughts on the non-aggression pact? And are there any um, cities that you would think or would, would eliminate right off the well, bat? First off, uh, Richard Florida is, really, is well known for coming up with the term the creative class for mm-hmm. – um, the urban tech workers who have had a massive effect on many economies, San Francisco, uh, New York, Toronto, etc. Um, so he's an urban planner uh, in the uh, uh, Jane Jacobs school. Um, well, actually, my senior thesis was based on um, Jane Jacobs theories. Well, Toronto and, is Toronto um, because of Jane Jacobs. Yeah. Um, um, she moved from New York to Toronto to, so her son could avoid the war. So Florida recognizes uh, a number of uh, criteria city needs to support a creative class. Um, you need to have good um, people-sized infrastructure, bicycle, bicycling infrastructure, as an example, uh, mass transit, um, good roads, good schools, uh, a livable city, place a place people want to be in. Um, and, and part of that is something that government can't really provide it might be able to provide through uh, leadership but it can't it's more of a, a spirit um, you need to have a tolerant and accepting community <laughs> um, or you're not going to be attracting large um, entities like Amazon that has just just by nature of its size has mm-hmm. an incredibly diverse workforce Um Another thing to keep in mind, but government can't really provide a lot of solutions. It can it can set it, the environment in which things work. And one of the reasons I think Toronto has an inside track that isn't being talked about, impolite to talk about, is America's immigration policies are denying entry to some of the best and most creative minds on the planet. Canada's aren't. We want creative people to come here. We don't care where they come from. We just want them to come and contribute. And I think that gives Toronto an advantage that no American city has currently. Um, That and long-term political stability. There is that. I'm sorry, it's impolite and it's in, impolitique to mention, but it has to. It is a major consideration. We were talking about cities that invested in education. With education comes learning about you know wildly different subjects and accepting 
wildly different subjects, topics, ideas, diversity. And, um, uh, no, I do think, I think that puts, um, a city like Nashville, um, it might even put Raleigh, Northern Virginia, and, uh, unfortunately, Dallas and Austin out of the running. Raleigh, yes, I can see, because North Carolina is under a huge political turmoil, um, with the uh, you know the state and Republican Party going very far right, but and think of the growth of the Rally Greensboro Tech Triangle. I mean, that's, that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah, but this the 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 state party. They're in fact, you know, their their redistricting plan um, yeah. is re- being reviewed by the Supreme Court, and it's largely viewed as a, as a, a gross example of racial gerrymandering, and, and so and that. That could cost them, and I could put them. But Virginia, less so. I, I think you know, Virginia is turning purple, and yeah, um, and they may um, have a better shot. Um, be less likely to be viewed as uh, as some place like North Carolina is. And um, but yeah, there are there are issues there as well. But I think Virginia, the Northern Virginia bit that I think should be mentioned: Northern Virginia, Montgomery County, and Washington D.C. are all actually kind of close to each other. They're all one one. They're all one city. It's you they're know, all, yeah, exactly. Ask any commuter; they'll tell you. Um, well, ex- yeah. I mean, the, I'd be, I'd, you know, I I when I moved out to L.A., I still had a girlfriend in, in um, D.C., and I remember going back to visit and. Trying on a Friday, we were going to drive out to the beach in Virginia Beach, and uh, the traffic out there by out Sunday. Of, yeah, the traffic on Virginia, Virginia roads are almost as bad as LA. It, yeah. it is awful, but um, I do think the Washington area has a lot to offer. And so here, here are some of the tea leaves that people were going by. So one, the Super Bowl commercial. The whole um, Alexa is down. And some apparently somehow Alexa was giving the weather in Austin, so that was viewed as a clue that Austin's the, the front runner. Um, but um, another theory, though, is quite different. You can submit whatever proposal you want. You can send me three hundred pages of studies about why your city, you know, is better than you know Nashville or Atlanta. But Jeff Bezos has homes in New York and Washington. He owns the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. That one of those, you know, either the, the three areas around, you know, DC or New York and Newark. I'm trying to swallow that one. Um, <laughs> uh, are those ones are, are those are the ones that you really are at the top of the list. Well, Jeff Bezos has is the richest man in the world. If he wanted to buy all the homes in my neighborhood, he could do that, and it wouldn't even be a rounding error on his on his like in his accounting. Yeah, but rent control apartment in New York? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even Bezos ain't giving that up. <laughs> I was always funny. I mean, he had a mayor in New York and bragging about his rent control department, but um, you know. But those were the days. Any event, um, Ed Koch, um, back in the seventies, um, or was that eighties? Any event, um, so in looking at 
who else? I mean, we talked about Toronto. We talked about DC. Do you think Boston's a contender? I think Boston. I mean, yes. Um, you have like what four of the uh, greatest colleges in the in the world. Like, if 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 you want to look at the top twenty colleges, four of them are in the Boston Cambridge area. Yeah. Um, Boston might might get hurt on uh, transportation issues, though. It's close to a bunch of highways, but it only has Logan Airport. Um, Actually, that's not true. And yeah, so, okay. um, I'm from Providence, Rhode mm-hmm. Island, and um, whose local college, Providence College, is playing number one Villanova today. Good luck, Friars. And <laughs> but they um, they have an airport that has Southwest and some others have made a hub. And so for Southern Massachusetts, a lot of people, for example, if you're flying in to want to go to the Cape, a lot of people fly into Providence because it's, it's easier and closer to get to the Cape from Providence than there is from Boston. Okay. And, uh, and so you have that airport. Um, there are some other airports. You can go to New Hampshire, but that's not as convenient. Um, but you know, the Providence airport is, is another, is an, an, an option. Uh, so okay, so if, if if there's a secondary airport that for um, again we're talking about fifty thousand high level um, positions, uh, thousands of which will require a lot of travel. Um, and remember, Amazon is bigger than just an online retail. Um, Amazon is also Whole Foods, right? Um, and Amazon is is rapidly moving into lifestyle services. Actually, I think Amazon pretty much is lifestyle services now, and they will soon be an right. insurance company. Um, so, travel is going to be an important factor. All things are becoming equal amongst a bunch of cities, so maybe it does come down to what can various cities or regions throw in to sweeten the pot. And this is kind of um, disheartening when you think of how many years cities have been forced, cities and states have been forced to live in a state of austerity, where, you know, like, we, 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 there's not a lot left to cut from civic budgets that hasn't already been cut. So right. the only thing left to cut is actual services to citizens. Right. So you're going to give Amazon, like, a uh, billion-dollar tax break? That's coming out of the Meals on Wheels program. Or coming out of sewer maintenance. Right. Or something, Highways, something yeah. like that. And we just had, you know, the Trump infrastructure proposal that um, <laughs> suggests instead of a usual eighty twenty federal, you know, ma- federal matching to twenty state matching, he says, I'll, "I'll cut you guys a deal. I'll give you twenty. You guys pay eighty. And it's it's just insane. But so let's do a speed round. Let's just go through the, 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 the final 20, and you tell me okay. whether they're a, a contender or a pretender. Um, Atlanta. Pretender. Uh, great city, but I, uh, uh, too, many, too many political and social issues. I think that's probably it, but the, the airport you know, is huge. Um, Austin. Sigh. It should be the contender. Uh, if, if it isn't, it's because of um, uh, LGBTQ issues in, uh, in the state. Um. It's it's a great city and it should be a contender, um, but I, I agree with you, Boston. Absolutely, one hundred percent contender. Get out of here! There's no better city than Boston. Um, <laughs> and uh, Chicago. 
most likely contender. Uh, I see no reason why it wouldn't be. Uh, state debt is could be a huge problem. Affordability might be a problem, but otherwise a total contender. What about the gun violence? Um, I don't think that's going to be a factor. That's that's a matter of location. I, I see it as being a contender as well. Um, Columbus, Ohio, who may be uh, losing their soccer team to Austin, um, by the but way. But interestingly, if they get 50,000 jobs, they might be able to keep their soccer team because they'll have more people true. in the city. Um, that's true. I, that, uh, could you imagine what this would, what the kind of revitalization this would be to the Rust Belt? Um, to well, actually, light. Columbus. So Columbus is a white collar city in a Rust Belt state. Yeah. Columbus has been they grew as services job grew because of the state government and hospitals and the university. I mean, the, the Ohio State University itself could be a you know one of the hundred largest cities in the country. <laughs> and, sure. and, and and so um, it's not it's not the image of Ohio that the rest of us have. And so, um, but still, the spinoff effects would be a massive. I don't think it's. I don't. Th I think it's a little too small for it. Dallas, Big D. Uh, if, if you're not going to do Austin, be a contender, but it's but it's stuck inside uh, the 1950s in a state that's stuck in the 50s. All right, the cannabis capital of America, Denver. Uh, maybe, man. I don't know. What were, what were we talking about? Denver. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. I like Denver a lot, dude. Excuse me, man. I gotta take a nap. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, Denver. You know, despite all the rapper and cannabis, Denver has been a huge startup hub. It is one of the yep. biggest. You know, has startup activities in the country. So I, I think it has to be. Contested. But it's a small city. Is it? It's less than a million people, isn't it? Like I, maybe I, a million and a half. I think it's more than a million. Um, Indianapolis. I, I just don't see it. No, um, I don't think so either. Uh, great location. A city, great location, but when you, when your nickname is India, no place, it's a reason. Um, yeah. Los Angeles. Uh, I do remember flying into LAX and uh, going through immigration and the, hearing the the broadcast announcement. Welcome to Los Angeles, and um, but it's a great city. There's a lot to offer. Um, a lot of but reasons. It's on the West Coast. It's it's it is the second West Coast place, but it is booming. And yep. a lot of tech here, and plus, Amazon is in entertainment, and this is a major entertainment place. Um, and so, um, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to wrap up on the remaining uh, on the speed round after these messages. You're listening to Cyberlong Business Report only on Webmaster Radio, and we're back after these messages. Stay tuned for more of the Cyberlaw and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. What is us? Us is a foundation. Us is the future. Us is a bond. But right now, that bond is frayed. And we need a place that could make it whole. From diabetes prevention to safety around water. The Y fills the gaps. And bridges our divide. But they can't do it without us. Donate today. Because where there's a Y, there's an us. Read by members of the Y. The Y for a better us. All of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. 
WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back, and we're talking with Jim Hedger. And um, Jim, and before we get back, just a couple quick announcements. The bicentennial of Frederick Douglass. Today's his 200th birthday, and wow. uh, I'm sure Donald Trump will take him out to lunch. And um, in addition, I want to give a pre-happy Chinese New Year uh, wish to everyone. And um, for those of you in California or members of California Bar, uh, we're having our monthly um, call for the uh, IP section, Technology, Internet, and Privacy Interest Group um, today at noon Pacific. And um, it was information on the show notes, which are as usual, are at cyberlawradio.wordpress.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at Cyber Radio. So, Jim, we were down to the, the final of the list, and we we're talking about Miami. And um, I don't know if our producer has any comments about Miami being uh, a native, but um, what's, what do you have, what's your view of Miami? I love Miami. It's a uh, great city. I lived in Miami for uh, about six months. Um, transportation issues might be might be a problem. Um, there's only one highway up and down, but there are several airports um, from Fort Lauderdale to Miami International. Uh, but again, it's the one highway that might be an issue. And also, you know, Global warming. And the well, hurricanes. that's true. Um, there's a big part of it that. might not be there 50 years from now, but I don't know if Amazon's thinking 50-year timeline. You don't think so? Um, um, they've only been around for, what, 25? So um, I'm not sure. But the last, the last several are um, we have Montgomery County, Maryland, along with Northern Virginia and Washington, D.C., that's all one, and yeah. um, and so I think Washington D.C. is a strong contender. It's a great city. It, it really took off in the latter, in the latter part of the '90s. I mean, I left in '94, yeah. and I I remember going back in the early 2000s once the dot com money was pouring in, mm-hmm. and I, I asked someone. I said, "When did D.C. become hip?" I mean, they used to have the same restaurants. They would just stayed and you know just went. And they they stayed there forever, and you know, all of a sudden, boom! All these new nouvelle cuisine, great places to eat, fun places to go out, um, and it's a great place. The young city, a lot of people come into Washington to go to school or for politics, and um, and from a guy's point of view, it there's a there's a heavily skewed ratio of women to men, so it guys, it's it's fun swimming in that pool. So. Um, there is a great tech community in the area, and because it was uh, advantageous to register a Maryland company, there's a half-load of tech companies, um, oh, yeah. tech talent in that in the region. And in addition, since a lot of the tech people there, particularly in Northern Virginia and Maryland, are, are kind of what also known as Beltway Bandits, they're used to you know, doing business with the federal government. These yeah. are people that know how to handle large-scale business. And, um, <laughs> and so... I, I think they're definitely contender. Nashville uh, makes a good soap opera, but I'm not so sure it's going to make a good headquarters for Amazon. So Amazon is not going to go to Graceland. No, they ain't going to Graceland. I don't no, think so. That's, so. that's in Memphis anyway. Um, <laughs> but it is Music City, so no, no Music City miracle for um, 
for Nashville. Now, Newark and New York, I know they're the same. Um, they're not the same. And uh, and I do remember Cory Booker's uh, famous battle with um, Conan O'Brien over you know, his slight of Newark, in which he said, uh, told Conan, you're no longer welcome in Newark. And Conan O'Brien said, okay, I guess I'll get to Newark the same way everyone else does through a series of very bad choices. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> apparently Newark, Newark's on the list, and I think it's because of its proximity to New York, New York. and I think that they have, they have the space, and I think New they... York is, is making a comeback. I mean, Cory Booker was a successful mayor, even though he's now the senator. But You know it what, does, though? It, Trump may have kiboshed it. Oh, really? Why is that? He has the a bridge. casino there? Or? Oh, I'm sorry, the underpass. Uh, oh. uh, Trump just canceled a massive infrastructure project that's seen as critical to the growth of both Newark, New Jersey, and uh, and of New York. Wow, that's so surprising. You think you uh, show some you know, partisan favoritism to it? A hometown support yeah, there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that uh, leaves us to a couple left, um, and and then your favorite city in a minute. Philadelphia, who I must give, you know, humbly give my hats off to for uh, winning the Super Bowl. Um, great game, guys. Um, great educational institutions, but yeah. I'm not sure it's a top tier choice. Well, does it have the but population? It, is the it's question. Be, it's between New York and Washington. Yeah. So if you go and you with, know what? It's lots of good transport. Yeah, rail, uh, air, air, um, and it, they have it, they have beaches. And it's inexpensive. It's it's uh. Of a major be, city, it's you can you can afford to live there. Here's my sleeper, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh um, has been a major center. Um, the Carnegie Mellon Institute. We've had some. You know, one of their, um, the FTC's former chief technologist came from Carnegie Mellon. She was on our show a couple of years ago. Carnegie Mellon, great institution. Pittsburgh has turned itself in from a, a blue collar, um, Rust Belt city to a, a white collar place. Yep. And it's very livable, um, defending Stanley Cup champion. Sorry, Jim. Um, and um, Sidney Crosby. Uh, yeah, thank you for reminding me who won the gold medal two, two Olympics ago. But um, any event, um, I'm not sure. I think I can see a lot. And they have a good, good airport. Um, a contender or pretender? Uh, mid-range, mid-range contender. I wouldn't count them out. Um, I say that I, they're a sleeper. That's my. That's my. You know. Um, outside yeah. call. All right, so Raleigh, I think we both said, has problems. And then that yeah. leads us to this other city that once was kind of the, the second city to a, a certain city um, on the river in um, Quebec, but now it is now uh, Canada's largest city. Um, Canada, uh, Toronto is the cultural capital of not only of Canada, but actually increasingly of, of, of North America. Well, yeah, all our TV shows are filmed there or Vancouver. Yeah. Um, the, the question Sorry, we screwed is, up Star Trek. What 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 would that do if, it, if Amazon picked Toronto? Again, it would be transformative. Um, there's a there's a lot happening in Toronto right now that I, I don't know if uh, the American tech community is really aware of. Um, Toronto's tech community is grow tech sector is growing faster um, than any other in possibly in the world. Um, huge huge amounts of money is being invested in Toronto and in the surrounding universities. Um, London, Ontario, 
uh, had BlackBerry. BlackBerry created this massive pool of talent that has been picked up by Apple, been picked up by Google, been picked up by Android, been picked up by Uber. Um, Uber and Google, until quite recently, had a joint venture between University of Toronto and uh, University of Waterloo looking into um, AI and self-driving vehicles. Um, now we have Google investment and Uber investment uh, separately looking right. at the same thing. Google is investing over $5 billion, um, in developing a, an unused section of Toronto's waterfront. Um, no, I shouldn't say Google, I'm sorry. Uh, an alphabet company, Sidewalk, is developing right. uh, a tech city on the waterfront in Toronto, which, which is going to go hand in glove with the area that Amazon would be uh, colonizing. So, Jim, we have two minutes. You know what that means. So I want to give, you, give, give me your top three and then um, put a plug in for your show. Okay. Uh, Toronto... Um, Chicago and Boston are my 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 uh, most likely choices for Amazon. All right, Jim, you get, why don't you take us out? Uh, so thanks for being a good sport. Take us out. Well, Give us your... uh, I'm Jim Hedger, host of Webcology. It's uh, on WebmasterRadio.fm. You can hear us Thursdays at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. And I want to thank uh, Bennett Kelly for having me on the Cyber Law and Business Report, which you can hear on WebmasterRadio.fm at uh, somewhere around 1 o'clock in the afternoon Eastern, probably 10 a.m. Pacific, but who's keeping track of that? It's way over there on the West Coast. That's right. All right. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, everyone. Hey. Check us out at Cyberlaw Radio. Have a great Valentine's Day, everyone. And um, happy Chinese New Year. Cheers, guys. See us next week. Cyberlaw Business Report. The opinions expressed on the program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.